This is episode number 70 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is an interesting podcast as our honorable teacher reflects on a conversation that he had with a close family member about just wanting to be saved. Well, sit back and relax. We got another action-packed podcast for you. Hebrews in Exile, you know what we do. Let's go! Creation, you make everything right. Give me more power, give me more love, yeah. Give me more passion. This is, this is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in Exile. You know what? Today, mm-hmm. or over the last couple of days, let me put it this way, I've been thinking about our people and their transition to the Hebraic way of life. Yes. And I've talked to some people who are in the process of trying to become Hebraic. Ah, who good. Are, who are Christian. Good. Very good. However, the problem being is that in their quest and this is where a lot of our people are. Mm-hmm. They turn to oxynazism. Ah, yeah. And they turn to the thought that they need to learn Hebrew. Mm. <laughs> we were there one time. We were there one time. We we we, we transversed through that desert. And I want to help them. You know, when Reggie White, Reggie White went to Israel. Um, and people who are in foot in the football world, they know who Reggie White is. Reggie White went to Israel and his whole life was changed because he went over there to learn the Hebrew language and he came back uh, and, uh, you know, he began to try to expound on his ventures in, in Israel. <clears throat> but I, I want to help us to understand something. And I'm holding the Torah. This Torah is written in Hebrew. Hebrew, yeah. And we have read from it. That's right. We have. The Torah scroll in a majority of the synagogues are probably about four feet, about three and a half to four feet in, in, in height. Mm. And they cost somewhere between five and to ten. ten million dollars to buy one. Million? Yeah. Wow. Did I say million? Million. I think thousand. thousand. Yeah. Thousand. Thousand. Me, thousand. Yeah. <coughs> they're not cheap. Me. Not no, they're, cheap they're by not, any they're stretch. They're not cheap. At um, the synagogue here in Sacramento, which I've been to several times, they have four of them. Oh. That they sit. One's on the bima, mm-hmm. and then the other through three are back in the in the bima house. They have a house where the Torah is stored. Mm. And they get through it, they take it, roll it up, put it back in the mm. house. <clears throat> now, why why am I why am I talking about the Torah scroll and Hebrew? The Torah scroll 
is important for one reason and one reason only. And that is to help us to definitively understand what has been translated and whether or not it's been translated correctly. Right. That's all. Right. That's all. What did it actually say? What did it say? actually say? Right. Now, the Most High didn't tell us to learn the language. Mm. Told us to do something else. There's no text that tells us to learn the language. As a matter of fact, he's reserved that right. for the Messianic era in the seventh day, wherein the prophets say that the Most High said at that particular point in time, the language bill would be one and my name will be one. Mm. So when you arrive in the land in the seventh day, uh, you will automatically, mm. this, is, this, is the, this is the greatest, this is the great thing about the Most High. When we arrive right. in the land, we will automatically be speaking Hebrew and know what each one of us are talking about. Right, right. And it's not, it's not hard to fathom that because, you know, when they were, go back to text, because when they were all trying to build that Tower of Babel. Yeah. They, they all spoke instantly. One language. They instant. all spoke one language. And then instantly he changed it Change and everybody it. understood what they were talking about. Right. Whatever language they had. That's right. Hand but me that brick. Huh? What did you? What, well, I don't know what that. But he's going back in the seventh day to bring us back to the point where the language will be one, mm -hmm. the text says, and his name will, be, will one. be one. So I just wanted to point that out. So those of you that are that are trying to make this transition to uh, the Hebraic way, don't fret over the language. Right. Be concerned that you understand and know what it is that he's asking us to do, and that is to obey his mitzvot and his precepts okay. and commandments. See, see, there's something that's embedded in what you just said in an undertone of, of what's there. Is that also what I'm noticing is that we're coming out of something and there's, there's this trait that Hebrews have that we always exude. You know what that is? Mm. We tend to copy the nations a yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, as, yeah. as you're matriculating and you're coming out of, uh, out of Christianity, you're looking for some other nation to teach you about the mitzvot of the Most High and how you conduct yourself. And then you get inundated with all of these extra things that are not necessarily necessary, that are not in scripture, but are there as a part of the liturgy. And you think that they're, they're supposed to be, you know, you hold true to them saying, okay, this is how I'm supposed to conduct myself. One of the things when, and again, I'm getting right into the, the teaching where I'm getting into this next book of, uh, of the roller coaster book. You call it the roller coaster book. Yes, I call I it do. the relapse book. Oh, okay. Okay. Where these children of Israel, they always are seeking some other nation to follow after. So as you're coming out of that Christianity, wipe the slate clean. You don't need to follow after liturgies and things that are not scriptorally backed. The assignment from the Most High is that we, the Hebrew people, are supposed to be teaching the nations, not the nations teaching, teaching us. Right. We're not. We're not the tail. Right. 
We're head. supposed to be the head. That's right. Now, <laughs> I spent today with my mom. Next month, next month, next month, my mom will be 108. Eight? Yes. Wow. Yes. And I spent the day to today communing with her about Torah. Really? Oh. This is going to be an interesting conversation. How did that go? Well, she said to me, well, maybe before you get into that, what about should, should you do the backstory? Huh? Should you do the backstory on where, how how your mom is, what she what she thinks, and so well, you, people can under kind of understand, like okay, my, well my, maybe she... my mom, my mom, my mom has been a Christian, loving Jesus Christ since she was fifteen years of age. Mm. My mom has never been inside a movie house. Really? My mom has <gasps> never, has never, other than for communion, wine, <laughs> had a drop of alcohol on her lips. And the communion that wine we had was the da was the David, yeah. King David communion wine. It's sweet. And, <laughs> and, and as the text, the text in Corinthians says, you came early and you all drank up all the wine and now you're drunk, but you had to drink an awful lot of it to get there. Right, right, right. It has a low alcohol count. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's my mom. Okay. And she told me, she says, you know, I, I, I don't understand. Hmm. And I said, that's okay, mom. You don't understand. You're 108. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You're not a part of my generation. Mm. <clears throat> we are of the generation that opens the book of Danielle. Mm. Okay? Which speaks about the end of the Gentile age and the opening of the book and introducing where... The knowledge, books are open yeah. and knowledge would increase. increase We're of yeah. that generation. So mm -hmm. we are of we are of the Daniel generation that opened the basis of knowledge in 1985 with the mm -hmm. World Wide Web. And she looked at me, she goes, hmm. And I told her, I says, Mom, the things I'm going to tell you, you're never, ever going to hear in the Christian church. And I says, and my father, I says, my father, who was the pastor and he was a good man and he loved God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. But he didn't know and he didn't understand. And he, at his time, what it is that I know mm. now that I'm telling you. When I finished talking with her, and I'm going to share with some of the stuff so I talked about her about, she said, well, it would have been better if they'd have taught us this when I was young. I said, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. I said, so, I said, Mom, I'm having a problem because I'm trying to understand how anybody 
can read Psalms 119 mm-hmm. and not ask questions. Mm. So I took her there. She she got a little she got a little she got a Bible. She got a, no. She got a Bible on the iPhone. Oh, okay. She, so she right, got an iPhone right. and she pulled up a Bible and I said, okay. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna read with you. I'm gonna read the King James version with you. Okay. okay. So we, right. so we all we in sync. Mm-hmm. But tonight I'm not gonna read the King James version. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read our complete Jewish version. All right. But, Psalms 119. Yeah. But I said, let's read. I said, I don't know how anybody can read Psalms 119 and not ask a question. And I said, and the verbiage in the King James is the same version. They've just translated it into their Greek terminology Mm -hmm. that kind of might leave you a little bit bewildered, but I know what the words mean. Right. Okay. Happy are those whose way of life is blameless, who live by the Torah of Yahweh. Now. Yeah, you, you could stop right there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I meant to bring my comparative Bible with me tonight, and I went off and left it. What, what do you want? I got it right here. What, what, what version you want? King James. King James. Let's go King. get King James. Give me a second. King. I need, I need... I need the black King James you version. Need- oh, we didn't know that was he was black. Oh, he didn't know that, huh? Yeah, but he sure is. I sure enough. All right. Let me pull him up. Matter of fact, he part he part of the formation and founding of Britain. Yes. Brit. The Co- King James. Brit. Brit. Means covenant. Ish That's right. Means man. man. Put British together. We have the covenant, covenant man, man who was in the UK. Mm. Who was king. <laughs> Look it up. Who wrote who wrote the King James version of the Bible that's so popular that 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 our slave masters carried it around under their arm and talked from it. By golly, if they'd have known the king was black, boy, I don't know what they'd have did. <laughs> My goodness sakes alive. Okay, go- King James Version. King verse James one. Version. Verse one, it says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law, oh, lowercase l. Yeah, but you see of the Lord. Yeah, now that that's important. That's important. Okay, lowercase l diminishes the deification of the object mm-hmm. that is being spoken of. Right, which is the law. Mm-hmm. The law should always. I don't care how, how you translate it. Anytime you're talking about the divine word of the Most High, it should be a capital L A W. So now, who live by the law of Torah? Of now, 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 understand something. If I go over to the Greek text and look this word "law" up, mm-hmm. I'm going to find a word in the Greek text which means which is called nomos. Mm-hmm. Nomos is is the transliteration of the word Torah. So what they're saying here Mm -hmm. is happy are those whose way of life is blameless who live by the Torah of Yahweh. Right. Happy are those who observe, uh uh-oh, his instructions. And I said, Mom, I said, I said, I said, um, I said, what are his instructions? And she looked at me, she said, I don't know. I said, I know you don't know. I said, but not only do you not know, but to this very day, as I'm sitting and standing before you, there are a lot of people 
that are Hebrew that don't know. Wow. Wow. Now, now what did we do? What did we do when we got to that to that point of reading? Mm. Read on. We just read <laughs> just kept, on. Just kept going. Read on. They do nothing wrong, but live by his ways. Uh-oh. What are his ways? Nobody asked the question. Yeah. What, what are his that? ways? Verse four. You laid down your precepts, and yours says you did what? King James says what? Um, verse three. Verse four. Verse four says, Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts oh, diligently. Oh, for us to observe with care. Mom, I said, Mom, what are the precepts? She looked at me again. She said, I don't know. Nobody taught them to us. I said, Isn't it interesting? We read all the way through, all the way through this particular book and and nobody has asked a question about what these precepts are, right? And what these what these instructions are. And then I went on. I said, mm-hmm. I said, he said, he said, he said, may my ways, verse five, be steady in observing your laws. Once again, yours says it says, oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes, statutes, oh, laws and statutes. statutes. Now. Is a law a statute? That's correct. It absolutely it sure is. is. So now we have to ask a question. David, King, what statues? Right. What statues? Right. Now remember, at the time that this is being written, your walking on water Messiah wasn't around. I don't yet. know. I don't know. <laughs> Read on. <laughs> Read on. read on. Read on. So verse six. Oh, you want to do six? No, 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 no. Oh, that's what you're telling me to read on. Yeah, no. So now he says, he says, verse six, then I will not be put to shame since I will have fixed my sight on all your mitzvahs. And yours says, King James says, it says, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy Commandments. Oh, mitzvot are commandments. He asked the question, what are those? We ain't talking about Exodus chapter 20. That they wrote down and you go to the store and you can buy on the scroll the Ten Commandments. Ten we ain't commandments, talking about yeah. those. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We talking about something much greater. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, now he's, I thank you with a sincere heart as I... Learn your righteous rulings. I will observe your laws. Don't completely amount. Wait a minute. Now we got rulings and laws again, which is which is what's rulings? Rulings are mishpatim. Mishpatim. Yeah. That's what it says. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what's King? What's the, oh my gosh, if He would have actually used mishpatim. That would have been, been great. What's the old King say? Uh, King James says in verse 7, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. Oh, eight. rulings are judgments. Yep. You want to keep going? Yeah, eight. It's, I says, I will keep thy statutes. Statutes again. Okay. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Yeah, yeah. Now, watch this. Let's drop down. Let's drop down to, to verse. Let's drop down to verse uh, 12. All right. Blessed are you, Yahweh. Do what? Teach me your laws. And the King James says, Blessed art thou, O Lord. 
teach me thy statutes. Oh, there we go. Laws. No, no but there's a question. Mm-hmm. There's a question. What are they? Exactly. The king's king saying, teach me, what are they? See? Mm-hmm. There's no, mm-hmm. there's, there's no, there's no identifier as to what they might be. So now he says, Oh my goodness. In verse 15. In verse 15 of Psalms 119, mm-hmm. it says, I will meditate on your precepts and keep my eyes on your ways. I will find my delight in your regulations. I will not forget your word. Hello, I'm gonna once take, again. Yeah. What precepts? What ways? What regulations? What? I'm going to tell you what, and you almost read verbatim exactly what it says in the King James. I mean, look look at what yours says. And it says in the King James in 15, it says, I will meditate in thy precepts Mm. and have respect unto thy ways. Mm. 16, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Now, now, (laughs) if I were in a court of law, and I was making a case for doing and understanding the mitzvotes, mm-hmm. the statutes, the regulations, the precepts, mm-hmm. whatever we just read here. Right. I would ask, I would ask those in the court. Now, did is the king reciting something that has been put before him by his creator? The Elohim of all things who has given us laws, statutes, precepts, commandments, regulations to keep. Your Honor, can I I get an answer, Your Honor? (laughs) Uh Yes. Absolutely. Now, this is what gets to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Nobody, I am an... What do you call me? An octogenarian. An octogenarian. Octogenarian. That means I'm up in age. Yeah. <laughs> that is a very eloquent way to put it. Yes. Now, I was born in the Christian church. Mm-hmm. I spent all of my days until I was, I forget how old when we started, mm. when we started uh, FTF and we transitioned to being a, uh, a Hebraic church in 07, okay? Mm -hmm. All of the days of my life, I ain't had nobody teach me what the Most High's laws, precepts, regulations, statutes, Mm -hmm. word was. Right. I had nobody to teach me to meditate Mm -hmm. on what? Right. So now he says, I will not forget your word. What word? Mm. What word? Right. Context. What word? Message. (laughs) Verse 20. I am continually consumed with longing for your rulings. You rebuke the proud and curse who stray from your mitzvotes. Hmm. Remove scorn and contempt from me because I observe your instructions. Now, 
Here's the question on the table. Mm -hmm. What are these? You see, you're reading Psalms 119. Right. And you're preaching a message from Psalms 119. And you don't have a doggone clue what what King David is talking about. Even talking about. And if, you know what, the the sad part about it is, is that, you know, for somebody who thinks they know a little bit, you just quoted it just a second ago. They would say, oh, okay, well, that's the Ten Commandments. That's got to be the, which, again, if you do your research on it, it's not the Ten Commandments. Those are the Ten Utterances. Those are the things that the Most High said to the children of Israel when they showed up at the mountain and they had Moshe go up there and speak for them because they couldn't handle the Most High speaking to them when he initially uh, addressed them. Yeah. The Ten Commandments don't show up until no. Shemot, what, 34? Yeah, 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 34. And if you read those, because at the end of them, they say, and the Ten Commandments, it says that right there at the end after he enumerates them. And then what you see the most of in there is really a lot of the, what, the Moadims yes. are plastered. Yes. All through there. Yeah. So if somebody was teaching you the Ten Commandments, if they just said, we're just going to learn the Ten Commandments, you're not even going to the right portion of text to get the Ten Commandments because those ain't it. The as, ones that you think that are over there. And As a matter of fact, in Exodus 20, what you have even in chapter 34, which is seeming like a, a, recess, a, a, a rep- repetition mm-hmm. of the Ten Commandments, they are only... The the skeleton, correct? Yeah, like a category. Yeah, yeah. they're they're they're, they're, cate- they're they're you're right. They're categories in relationship to the plethora mm-hmm. of laws, rules, and statutes, mitzvot that the Most High is given. Now, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Thirty-three. What's 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 the? Do you remember what the what the what the, what the consonant hey? What what does the hay represent? You remember what it represents? Oh, uh, the consonant hay. Uh, it represents. Uh, I was going to say a house, but that's bet. That's bet. Yeah. Um, ugh. forgot what the hay. Re- oh. oh, 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 oh! Yes, you do. You call, yes, you do. You called me on it. No, no. Yes, you do. <laughs> what happens if you put a yod in front of a hay? What happens if you put a yod in front of a hay? Yeah. Come on, you really got me. I used no, to teach I don't. This. You, I used to teach this. this no, is bad. I, I you're, know. You're bad, right? <laughs> anytime, anytime you read in Hebrew text, oh, that's yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Anytime you see the hay, the hay, the yod following a hay, mm-hmm. it is yeah. the name of the Most High Yah. Mm-hmm. So now he says, and this is the uh, this is the Hebrew alphabet hay. So he says, Yah, teach me the way of your laws. Keeping them will be its own reward for me. Now, watch this, 34. Mm -hmm. Give me understanding and I will keep your Torah. Mm -hmm. I will observe it with all my heart. Okay? Guide me on the path of your mitzvot, for I take pleasure in it. Bend my heart towards your instruction. See, you know, see, all of this, when we read this, right. everybody should be asking a question. What's he talking about? We're exactly. What's what, he talking about? Right. Where do I find him? Right. In proper context. What's, In proper context. What's, what's our king mm-hmm. whom has the, the uh, 
the surname, the surname anointed, mm-hmm. which is means Moshiach. If you look, if you look it up, you look up the word anointed, it means Moshiach, mm-hmm. Messiah means Messiah. So now, what's our anointed king? whom the Most High said will be our king forever. Mm-hmm. What's he talking about? Wow. What's he talking about? Now, there is a mitzvah. There is a mitzvah. Mm-hmm. That the Most High said every king should is to write his own, own Torah. Torah. Right. So the king's not writing the history of Israel. Right, he's writing the He's writing exactly what he's talking about right here. Teach me, show me why. Because I have got to write my own according Mm -hmm. to what you, I've got to copy what you have said. Now, you talk about a prayer. That's what you should be praying right there. Teach me that. Yeah. Show but, me that. Give me wisdom in this. That's a king. Yes. That's doing that. The king said, in verse 44, mm-hmm. I will delight myself in your mitzvot. What shall I say? Verse 44, I will delight ver- myself in what? It says, so shall I keep the law continually forever and ever. That's what it says in 44 over here. Oh, he says, well, I will delight myself in your mitzvot, which I have loved. Okay. Wow, they went way out. Way outside. Way outside the the box. (laughs) I will lift my hands to your mitzvot, 48, which I love, and I will meditate on your loss. Now, guess what? How are you going to meditate on something you don't know what the heck it is? So I'm trying to figure out if the Christian church is reading Psalms 119, Uh what? 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 Do, what does it just sound good? It, it, it must. It must be something that we can use to springboard off of something to to talk about something else. I mean, I mean, because that's exactly I, what you're doing. You're I have to confess. Trying to be Michael Phelps off the I, diving board. I, I I I have to confess. Okay. I said I was born in the Christian church. Mm-hmm. I started teaching scripture when I was when I was 20. Mm. Okay. I've read this. I've read this plenty of times. Plenty of times. Matter of fact, I have the notes in my notebook where I taught all 22 of the letters and what they mean. Oh. And not one time did you did ever I, ask? Did I ever ask the question? We the are. question. What are these? What are those? No. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> young people know what that. Is. Now, <laughs> I told my mother today. I says, "Mother, do you love?" I asked. I, I got to talk in your vernacular so you'll understand. Mm-hmm. I says, "Do you love God?" And she mm-hmm. says, yeah, I, 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 I love him. I says, however. Right. I says, that's not his name. And Lord is not his name. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to put something else in sync of knowledge. You know, I, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm teaching mitzvot. Right. 
but I'm not specific, not specifically named calling them out. What I'm doing is I'm categorizing the way they have been misrepresented, mis- been misrepresented, and the idolatry that's associated with them. Right. So we're talking, and I says, "You love God." I said, "I." I said, "I don't call him God because he has a name." Right. I says, "Psalms, Psalms." I uh, forget what chapter it is. He says, "What is my name? Do you know?" I write on the clouds by my name, Yah. I said, so, so his name is known to Hebrew Israel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I says, now, the misnomer is, and even I have, I have heard the Oxenazis and the various writers write books about the many names of God. Right. The 72 names. High doesn't have 72 names. <laughs> right. He has titles right. which reflect which reflect what he does. Correct. Those are not his names. They only testify to what he does. Correct. Correct. His name is recorded in Bereshit, I think it is, or is it in Shemot chapter th- mm. 13? When he speaks to when he speaks to to Masha and Masha asking who shall I say sent me? Yeah, aye, 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 aye. yeah, yeah. That was, portion, yeah. Is that that's an Exodus, isn't it? Uh, yes, that's an Exodus. Exodus. It has to be. Yep. Yeah, Exodus. I think it's three sixteen. See if see if that's where it is. Yep. Three, let me let me go look it up. Okay. And get and get get it get it get get it in the King James. You want to get it in the King yeah, James? Okay. Let's see what they say in, in the King, King James. James I'm gonna show you something's missing in the text. All right. I ain't there yet. I got to find it. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought it was 316, 315. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's so much. Come on, man. Come on, man. You were close. You had to go over one more street. It's in 14. On 14. Verse 14? 14 and 14. And then the King James, it says, a matter of fact, I'm going to back up and go to 13 because we got to ramp up to this one. It says, and Moses, I want to use the word Moshe, but Moses. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got me saying all these words in here that we just have abandoned. I know, I know, I know, I know. But in the vernacular. And, 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 but, 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 you know, that's good. Because one of the things is, we're probably talking to people and people are listening to us and they're trying to maybe follow along in the Bibles that they have and they mm. probably only have a Greek-inspired inspired writing. Right, yeah. But uh I I want to encourage you uh in my opinion, in my humble opinion, uh David Stern's complete Jewish Bible is probably the best offering mm. uh that is out there that gives us language that s- sticks pretty close to what uh is written in the Hebrew language and the Torah with the exception of the translation where they use the word Adonai and, yeah. and I think and, and God yeah. in their text. But if you go to the Hebrew, to the Hebrew language, you're not gonna find Adonai. You'll find Yod Hey Vah. Okay, yeah. Now 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 read. Read, All read, right. read. Thirteen. It's read. It's, it's, 
<laughs> I'm going to get you a purple and black, Reed. purple and purple and gold suit. <laughs> it says, and Moses said to God, behold, I got to drop my voice down. Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, the God of your fathers has sent me unto you and they shall say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said to Moses, I am that I am. And he said that. And then he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. That's 14. Read on. Read. 15. It says, and God said moreover unto Moses, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel. The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. Now, stop. <laughs> stop. Can I, I got to finish the last oh, piece. Okay, okay, it says, okay, and okay. this is my memorial unto all generations. Now, what do they leave out? <laughs> what did they leave out? Oh, I don't want to take your thunder. Go ahead. What did they leave out? You know what? Just right in front of you. What did they leave out? Come on. No, I want you to get it. I want <laughs> you. To get it. I didn't want to take your thunder because you have, you amped up. I like you like this. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on. Let's read this Hebraically. Yeah. And I'm going to use the correct <laughs> name of. I'm not using Moses. <laughs> Mashe said to El, "Look." I appear before the people of Israel mm -hmm. and say to them, the El of your ancestors has sent me to you. And they asked me, what is his name? What am I to tell them? El said to Mashe, Iye, Asher, Iye, I am, will be what I am, will be. And added, here is what you say to the people of Israel. Iye, I am, will be, has sent me to you. El said further to Mashe, say to the people of Israel, this is what's not in the Greek text. Mm -hmm. yod Hey vav Hey Yahweh, the El of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the Elohim of Yaakov, has sent me you. This is my name forever. This is how I am to be remembered generation after, after generation. generation. That's not in mm. the Greek text. Omitted on purpose. That's deplorable. That's the reason why. Now, this is the only reason why. Mm -hmm that we have to go into the Hebrew scroll, look at the language that's in the Hebrew scroll, match it with the translation and the transliteration to see if they have, if they have transliterated and translated it correctly. Right, right. That's my only reason for needing to learn to, to, know, to know Hebrew. Right, right, for a back check. A back check. Yep. Now, I don't need to be able to read Hebrew with the understanding 
that what I'm reading, you understand. I need to be able to read Hebrew to see, and when I read it, I'll know what it's saying if it's saying it correctly. Right. Correct. Because Correct. every interlinear has a uh, a trans a translation. So Hebrew goes like this: you have the Hebrew, the translation, and the transliteration. The last is the transliteration. So what I'm reading here is supposed to be a transliteration of the translation. Okay. Mm. And in the Greek text, they have obviously left out the name of the Most High. So all you all call him God, God which happens to be associated with heathenism. That's the reason why I don't use the terminology anymore because the name God or good is a word that is associated with, with, with something that's not associated with the most high. So I don't use that terminology anymore. I only use it because my, my people don't know the difference and I'm talking to you and I want you to know that I'm talking about the, the spirit mm -hmm. that you so-called love so much and I want you to know that we both love the same spirit but we're not walking mm -hmm. we're not walking in the in the direction or in the way that that spirit wants us to walk we're diabolically opposed right in that way because we do not know back to Psalms 119 yep. we don't know his laws we don't know his statutes we don't know his mitzvahs and we're not able to meditate upon something that you don't know. That's right. And guess what? <laughs> the Christian church is not going to teach you this because their father, the Greeks, have told them that it's not for you, it's for another people that's not you, and mm -hmm. it's legalism. That's right. It's a, there's a purpose behind all of it. And I was getting ready to mention while you were mentioning that it's not so hard to uh, not believe that text has been altered on throughout the generation of time. Because my greatest example of that would be when you came over here, your ancestors were brought over here, you were given a slave Bible. And that slave Bible had a lot of stuff omitted out of it on purpose to keep you oppressed and to keep you in, in, in a mindset that would not let you progress in understanding the most high. So if, do your research on that. It's called the slave Bible. It's, it, it's, it's a totally got stuff pulled out of it so you don't understand. So if you can get, if you can acquiesce to that idea, you can easily acquiesce to the idea that says, listen, I see a purpose for understanding the need for learning a little bit of Hebrew as a back check so I can make sure that I'm getting the pure, unadulterated, sincere milk of the word of the Most High and not some watered-down Kool-Aid that somebody didn't put in their shoe and made me drink out of it. So that was my attempt at lividity. That didn't go over well. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at, at, at the end of the day, you know, we got to strive. It's a beautiful thing that you brought this up because I'm sitting here, I'm saying, look at the blind stupor that we had for so many years. It was sitting right in front of you and you had no idea what it was talking about. But then 
we acquiesce to this way of being Hebrew and the Most High lifts that veil and says, ah. I hope that our listeners understand the, the depth of the minutiae <laughs> that we've been wading through which every week when I come in to want to teach you the mitzvot, the commandments, the precepts, I have to go through these scenarios so you can understand the depth and breadth to which that the deception has been laid upon you. Because mm -hmm. if you don't understand that, then right. you're kind of, what? So my mom says to me, she says, well, how are we supposed to know these? I said, Mom, I says, Mom, I said, now, if you are listening to this podcast and you attended Brother Bob's church, Christ Temple, mm -hmm. you know that, and that's my father, mm -hmm. you know that my father, if nobody else in the church was holy, you knew Brother Bob was. Mm. If nobody else loved God, so to speak, you knew Brother Bob did. Mm -hmm. So I'm not disparaging my father. Mm -hmm. I said, Mom, I said, mm -hmm. Dad grew up under the influence of his fathers. His fathers grew up under the influence of their fathers and those individuals who more than likely came out of slavery. Mm -hmm. I said, now, when we were despoured out of the land, I said, land, mom, land. We were despoured out of land to this nation. We lost several things. Yep, we lost our land. We lost our temple. We lost our language. And we lost, we lost the... We lost our teachers. So yeah. we didn't have we didn't have anybody to teach us these things. And the most high said in his word that that was going to happen. Right. He did exactly what he said was going to happen. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I said, so my father, I said, my father had at his disposal of understanding Eurocentric commentators <clears throat> who are diabolically opposed to the teachings of the Most High. And they've written, they've written commentaries that refute the necessity of doing what the Most High has said. I said, now I'm going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. What I've read to you and what we've talked about, was that me talking or was that the Most High talking in Scripture? Most High in Scripture. Now, my mom's... 107 going on 108. She, her mind, her mind is sharp. She ain't lost a beat with her mind. Just the only thing weak on her is her legs. Mm -hmm. She said, well, I said, now, question. I said, Let me put it another way. Did I read words that were spoken by the king as he was were talking to the God that you know and love so dear? Mm. And she said, yes. Yeah. I said, okay. Now, with that being the case, I said, my father did not have at his disposal what my generation has. 
I said, so we got to go to the book of Daniel, chapter 12. And we got to read chapter 12. Mm -hmm. And we got to read down and we got to talk about what the Most High told Daniel about the information that he gave him to close up, shut up the information that he was giving him until the Gentile period had evolved, okay? Now the question becomes one, when did the Gentile period come to fruition? So uh, she goes, well, I don't know. I said, I know you don't. I said, I know you don't know. I said, there's a word in Daniel. Where is it? Where is it? Chapter 12? 12? Chapter 12? No, it's not 12. Uh, where is it? Another prophet. Yes. Prophets are the great. The prophets are, listen. <laughs> prophets are great. I just saw it. I just had it. I mean, I'm going to pontificate while you're looking for that. Go ahead. The gravity, the gravitas of these prophets and these judges and all of these individuals that the Most High has put in front of the children of Israel. I mean, a whole ball game. It's 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 totally different. The 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 weight that they carry upon them being able to retrospectively look at their particular situation and try to get the children of Israel to turn back to the mitzvot of the Most High because literally what we establish in text is that we have our master teacher come through. He does what he does with the children of Israel. You have his protege actually usher them into the land and then they, they, they have these series of judges and they have these series of prophets that continued. The Most High continues to exude this this, this, his end of the bargain of the covenant to say, I still love my wife, the children of Israel, and I want to see them matriculate back into, into the land. And, and I'm going to send these individuals to speak to them. And it's in all my years. And I'm not that, I'm not old. I'm not, um, to the point where, um, uh, this is going wrong. However, I'm getting leading into this because this is going to make it seem like it's something that's not. But what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that even in my upbringing in the Baptist church, I'm sitting here listening to us now as we are talking, and I'm like, what in the world were we learning? And I think it was more of a a charismatic thing where the children of Israel, Hebrews nowadays, you melanated folk. We are in churches and houses of worship where we have to be entertained. It's all about being charismatic and saying something that's slick in front of people in order to get their attention instead of sitting back and saying, this is what in context what the Most High has actually said. No one actually sat down and did that. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm just at awe at this. Hey, hey. The prophets and Mashe (laughs) were not charismatic. They weren't. You don't see them ever doing all the stuff. Now, listen. We call ourselves. Now, getting back to mom and dad. 
My father was a great man. My father loved the Most High. Mm -hmm. You could hear him praying early in the morning to the Most High. Not to JC, to the Most High. Okay? Just like you said, your, your father was a godhead. My, my, my father was very loved by the Most High. Mm -hmm. But let's get back to that. So I said, Mom, I said, my dad could only do what was prevalent for his generation of time. And I, being his son, passed it down to me. So I regurgitated what he said, mm -hmm. I, and which is what the majority of Christian pastors do. They just regurgitate what the fathers say. Now, right. I said, listen, Daniel writes in chapter 12, but you, Daniel, keep these words secret and seal up the book until the time of the end. Mm. Period. Period. Time of the end. Mm-hmm. Many will rush here and there as knowledge increases. So, when did knowledge increase? So, mom, I said, when did knowledge increase? She said, I don't know. I said, we got a specific year that happened. It was in 1985. That's right. I said, in 1985, the World Wide web. web populated. I said, my father didn't know nothing about no computer. Mm -hmm. I said, as a matter of fact, when I told him the church needed a computer, he said, what's that? Right. He said, it seems like you all need to have one. Well, let's go see if we can find one. I said, and we went to IBM. He said IBM. We went to IBM. <laughs> yes, we went to IBM and we bought the church a IBM computer. Why? Because... It was sufficient for doing all of our, all of our accounting and all of our stuff that we needed to do on it right that. Right. But that was the beginning. That was the beginning. Right. I said, he didn't know nothing. He didn't mind no, no computer. Right. And look at where we are now. We've got a plethora of information that is at our fingertips. Oh, oh, hold, hold up. Don't. Oh, come I, on. I, I, come I, I'm on. Taking, come I'm on. Come on. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just going to repeat down. it. I'm just going to repeat it. Okay. So I said to her, my father had Matthew Henry, Jameson Clark, and several other Eurocentric commentators mm -hmm. who are opposed to what we just read in Psalms 119. Right. There's an agenda. And who told us that the law is for some other people and it's legalism. Mm -hmm. And we're not supposed to be doing it. We're under grace. Paul said we're under grace. I said, well, that's true. I said, but we got to define what grace is according to the most high. Right. So she's looking at me. I go, I said, I said, I said, my, my, I said, I said, it's not my father's fault. I said, remember, I said, mom, mom, I got my dad's commentary. Commentator. When he died, I got all his commentary mm -hmm. on my bookshelf. I said, but I went out. And I bought a set of commentaries myself that I was reading out of. Right. I said, but the difference was, unbeknownst to me, my commentaries had a whole lot of Hebrew text in them that I couldn't read. Yeah. Now that I go back and look at those commentaries and read them, 
I go, well, I'll just be the expository. I said, I forget, I think it's illustrated up. I forget what the name of them. I said, I'll just be doggone. The Most High set me up from the beginning with commentaries that had Hebrew language written in them. And I'm reading them and I'm trying to figure out what's to say. And I didn't have a clue. Mm. I said, now I got a clue. Now I know. Wow. Now I know. Mm. So in 1985, Sean, mm -hmm. the World Wide Web populated for our generation. Right. Knowledge increased. Mm -hmm. Anything that we can think, we can go Google it. Right. And we can, it'll, it'll populate. Exactly. My dad didn't have that. Right. He only had, yeah, like you said, he only had those comments. He didn't have that. Yeah. So she says to me, well, son, I've served the Lord all my life since oh, I was boy. 15 years old. She said, all I want to do is be saved. And I said, isn't that interesting? And but you, from what? No, I said... Oh, you didn't go into that? No, I didn't okay. do that. That's my mom, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got I to gotta handle That's that. That's my mom, man. With some kid glove. <laughs> I know. She 100 going on 108. All she knows is that she wants to be saved, and she was told mm. all her life that Jesus Christ would save her. Mm. And that's where everybody is today. I said, Mom... Let me take you over to the scripture that says that every man will die for his own sins. Nobody can die for your sins. No man can die for your sins, mom. Mm. The God that you serve and love says in text, nobody can die for another man's sins. Every man must die for his own sins. Right. She said, well, I don't understand. I said, I know you're 108. You ain't supposed to understand. Mm. I said, but here. I said, let me help you. I said, I'm going to help you with something. Okay. Okay. So I asked her the question. Once again, I said, in, in, in the terminology that she understands, because I most times she goes like, okay, whatever. So I said, mom, do you love God? with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your being. She said, yes. Yes. I said, okay, good. Now, I said, the fact that you love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your being, and he recognizes where you have been all your life and where his people have been all their life, in exile with mm -hmm. nobody to teach them. I'm I'm of the generation mm -hmm. and I understand. And I told her, I said, Mom, I don't believe in God anymore. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't believe in God anymore. I don't believe in any of that anymore. Mm -hmm. I said, I know. Now I know. I said, I don't believe in God. I know God. Right. right. I know Yahweh. I don't believe in him. I now I I have I have I have the I have the experiential along with the cognitive knowledge that I know 
So I'm not believing right. in something abstract that I, I, I believe and I hope. I'm not hoping anymore. Right. I now I know. So right. when I say I don't believe in God, it's not that I don't believe in him. I know. Right. I know him and I know his word. Right. And I know what his prophets say. Right. So I'm not in belief mode anymore. I'm in knowledgeable mode. Okay. She looks at me, she goes, go. first she said, when I said it, she looked at me funny, she goes, like, you don't, you don't believe? I said, no. I believe. I believe. And I know. Yeah, I know him. There's a there's a difference. I know him. Right. So, experiential knowledge. You just explain wisdom. So so she says to me. So she says to me. She says, "Well, Robert." She says, "All I want to do is be saved." I said, "Okay, ma. Let's go to the book of Daniel again." Mm Hmm. I said. Daniel writes, I think it's in chapter 7. He's sitting there, and he has a vision, okay? And he says, I looked and I saw sitting on his throne the Ancient of Days. Mm-hmm. And he had the books open. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, the books are open. I wonder what's being written in the books and who's written books. I said, Mom, do you remember saying, be sure... That your name is written in the <laughs> Lamb's Book of Life. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, is your name is your name in the book in the book in the Book of Life? She says, "Well, I I, I hope <laughs> it is." I said, "So now," I said, "So now," I said, "The Most High identifies the people whose names are in the book in the books." Yeah. Specifically, he talks about the righteous, mm-hmm. and he talks about the wicked. Right. There's a third book that he doesn't talk about, but is which is included with the with, with the righteous. That is the undecided, because there are people out there that have no clue about him, mm-hmm. have never been to church, but their heart is right. Mm. So I said, sir, 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 now I said, mom, 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 mom. What is it about your heart that's in sync with the Most High? Does the Most High not say, I know the heart and I try the reins of the heart? heart. Yes. So I said, within the framework of your ignorance of not knowing what you need to know, the one thing you do know is that your heart loves the one who created you. Mm -hmm. I said, so since your heart loves the one who created you and you've lived all your life for for that spirit, Mm-hmm. I said, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get invited to the land. Now, I hit her with something. I hit her with something. It's good. I hit her with something. Very I said, good. Mom, do you realize that when you get in the land, not heaven, you ain't going to heaven. <laughs> right. You know, we, we, we ain't going to heaven. I said, Mom, no, no. I said, Psalms 112. The Most High said, "Heaven is my heaven is my throne. Earth is my, my footstool. footstool right? There's no verbiage in any of the Hebrew writings or text about anybody going to heaven. As a matter of fact, the prophets and he always talk about, "I'm going to bring you back to, to land. the land that is spiritual. We're going back to land." Right. I said, "Now, when you get invited to the land, and you've got to be on the invitation list to get invited to the land," mm-hmm. I says, "Remember something." We are the most high's wife. Mm-hmm. 
So there's going to be a reunion and a remarriage to the Most High when he invites us back to the land. Right. So there's a guest list. Mm-hmm. The only people that are going to get invited back to the land have to be on the guest list, which is right written in that book that Daniel's talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay? I said, now, question. If we have a wedding, I says, can anybody come to the wedding? No. Or do you have to be on the guest, guest list. list? I said, that's the most high. <laughs> he ain't bringing everybody to the land. He said, I'm bringing the righteous. Right. And the wicked will never see the light of day. Right. I said, now let's talk about who's wicked. Wickedness are those individuals who continue to become lacking the moral turpitude of lawlessness, which in your document over there across the street and over the John, John said, sin is lawlessness. That's right. But if sin is lawlessness and the Greeks have interpreted lawlessness as as nomos, then sin is breaking the law of, of the Torah. Torah. That's correct. They said it in their own book. That's right. Man. So I'm having Bible class with my mama, man. I'm having a good time. Yes, you are. I'm having a good And she's looking at me. She says, but Robert, all I want to do is just be saved. Now, you, you you said that several times. What what would what would kind of let over if you, somebody said that I want to be saved, saved from Christians would say what? I'm being saved from hell, a place that doesn't exist. Hell, hell. How are you gonna be saved hell. from a place that doesn't exist? Hey, they don't know that. The Greeks told them there was a hell. Ah, and the Greeks told them there was a there was a devil. Yeah. Somebody that's, and you notice that, I'm going to take a sidebar. You notice that as we've matriculated into Hebrew, how often do you blame Hasatan for anything anymore? He no. don't show up at all. The so, adversary is what so that stands once for. once again, I'm saying to her, mom, don't worry about it. Your heart, your heart <laughs> is going to ensure that your name is on the invitation list. Now, right. Does the scripture not say that the Most High knows those that are his? Right. So he knows the difference between those that are his and those that aren't. I said, I can't, I can't define who's wicked mm-hmm. and I can't define who's righteous. That's not my job. That's it's his. Correct. That's correct. My job is to make sure that my heart is in tune and I get on his invitation list and get invited back to land. I said, that's my, that's my job. Right. So then I said to her, I said, and mom, let me tell you something really good, okay? Mm-hmm. Tell you something really good. When you get back in the land, guess who you're going to be reunited with? Brother Bob. She said, they told me that we wouldn't know each other. I said, well, who's the they? And where is that in text? And where is that in text? I don't even know if that's over in Natex. So I says to her, I says, let's go to text and let's see what the Most High says. Mm-hmm. I says, and let's understand what he's saying. The Most High said, whom he has joined together, 
let, let no man, man put, put asunder. So if he has joined you together in this life, mm-hmm. we will be rejoined together again in the life to come because in the messianic era, we're going to live life. Mm-hmm. You're not going to walk around. You're not going to walk around. <laughs> you're not going to walk around the land doing nothing. You're going to have right. something to do. Right, right. He says your, vi- your vitality is going to be restored. Your strength is going to be restored. Mm-hmm. I said, and you go walk around with your husband, Brother Bob, District Elder Robert B. Holman Sr., once again. And I am going to be joined with my wonderful wife, Sister Mary, and we're going to have a good time. Right. Being, I said, why? Because the Most High said it. the joining was forever, and he never disjoined us. Right. Right. That's heavy. She got happy then. That's she, heavy. Her, her, her eyes got big. She said, "Ooh!" She said, "I'm good. I just, I just wanna, I just wanna see him and him." I said, "Well, the only him that you're gonna see is your husband, right. brother Bob, right, and another wonderful person mm-hmm. who happens to be King David, mm-hmm. who will be the king over Israel." And the people of Israel, the Most High, brings back to the land in the seventh day because the scripture said he was going to be our anointed, our Moshiach king forever. And she said, I just want to be saved. (laughs) (laughs) Man, oh man, oh man. Save, save, save. I just want to be saved. Mm. So, sweet, I said to her, sweet I said, well, lady. mom, I said, mom, sweet lady. I said, mom, 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 you haven't been redeemed yet. Mm. I said, redemption is quantitative. I said, I haven't been redeemed yet. So we sing that song, redeemed, redeemed, I've been washed in the blood of the what <laughs> lamb. No, 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 Miss, no. Miss, whole Whole mistake. <laughs> I says, redemption is quantitative. Israel, the Most High said, I redeemed you out of a life of slavery. Quantitative. I redeemed you out of out of Mitzrayim of a life of slavery. I says, when we go back into the prophets, which y'all don't teach over there, the Most High talks about redeeming Israel the nation, you, mm-hmm. mom, you're, you're a Hebrew Israelite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looked at me, she go, I am? I said, yes, you're a Hebrew Israelite. That's right. The Most High promises that he's going to redeem you out of all the nations to which he has dispersed. dispersed you and bring you back to land. Absolutely. I said, redeemed you out of out of the nations and bring you back to life. I said, that's quantitative. That's something that's real that you can see and feel. And it's also a word that we use often here, which is, that's tangible. Yes. And my mom said to me, Robert, I just want to be saved. I just want to be saved. <laughs> I just want to be saved. I had a wonderful, wow. I had a wonderful time with my mom today. Yeah, I really did. Beautiful. I had a wonderful time with my mom and, today. And you know what? She sounds like she was receptive. Now, she wasn't rejecting. She just said, she just said to me, she said, you know a whole lot. I you, said, yes, do. I do. Yes, I, I do. I said, and um, 
your pastor <laughs> won't invite me over to hold Bible class with you, with you all and teach you anything because they're afraid of me. Mm. I said, but I get it. I'm going to go back to your text over there. I said, your text over there says, a prophet is without honor in his own country. That's right. I said, I get it. Right. I said, but mom, there are people that are all over this world that listen to your son teach them scripture. That's right. I said, so I'm not concerned <laughs> about being disrespected in this town called Sacramento. Sacramento. And in the organization that I came out of. Right. I said, I'm not concerned about that at all. I said, the only thing I'm concerned about and that I stake my life on is that when I open my mouth and speak, I'm speaking the truth about the most high because I'm not in believe mode anymore. I know. That's right. I know. I said, and Malachi, the last prophet, said these words. And then you will know the difference between that which is holy and that which is not holy. That's right. I said, I know the difference. That's right. We know. I know. We can take that to the bank and cash that. That ain't well, a rubber check. Yeah, well, I didn't teach misfolks again. They're up on the board. Didn't get to them. But I, I hope, I hope that you, you, you listeners got something out of because you know what, you have family members that are in the same quandary as my mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the question that people come into our congregation always ask me, well, what about my mom, my dad, and my grandma? My grandma, and my mama gonna be going? Are they are they gonna be lost? I says no. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I says remember. The Most High, he's he's honorable enough to understand the noise. Right. And he said it was not his desire that any man should, should perish. perish. I said, so I said, so, so I said, Mom, what I'm telling you now and what I'm teaching is going to be taught in the land. By master teachers. By the prophets. I says, so when we By get in, when we get in the land, the text says, "Let us go up to Jerusalem for the Torah of the Most High is being taught there." Mm -hmm. I says, "You're not going to have to worry. The language will be one. You'll know the language. You'll understand it, and your Elohim will be one." Right. I said, and nobody better open their mouth about <laughs> anybody's other God else they will be they will be excommunicated. Right. You're gonna have some pinkas poof. Yeah, around there. They're gonna make sure that you poof. It just disappeared. That yeah. That too. I said, cause there's not gonna be any death in the land. Mm. Mm. She says to me. Well, Robert, you told me a whole lot. <laughs> I just want to be saved. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very good. Very good. Well, this has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. And Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews, Hebrews in, in Exile. exile. Shalom. Shalom.